Welcome back to Omid Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech Megillah. We're on Daf Yud Gimel Amid Aleph. We are learning, as always, the trust and the merit of the hostages, the soldiers, of all of Klal Yisrael who really, really need our tefillos every day. Yesterday we learned in, on Shul on Shabbos, and we were discussing that the Pasuk tells us, the Megillah tells us that Mordechai was from the house of Yehuda and Benyamin. Ishimini was Benyamin, but also it mentions Yehuda. We had a couple interpretations. Either his father was a Benjamite from Benjamin, and his, and his mother was a Yehudi, or we saw that each tribe respectively claimed that he was from them or because of them. As in, the, those from Yehuda said, Look, our ancestor David spared Shimon ben Gera when he should have killed him, and out of, out of Shimon ben Gera, eventually Mordechai was born. Or, they said, or, or, the, or the Benjamites said, Look, but he came from us. Now we're actually going to flip it, and we're going to see that Rather than each claiming credit, they each ascribed uh, responsibility. So, the bar uh, at the bottom of Daf Yud Beis Amid Beis says, "Rav Amr Knesetrog Amr Ida Kisa." They actually said the opposite. Rama Asli Yehudi Mashilam Li Mini. Everyone else said, "Look what this, this Yehudi did. Look what this Benjamite did." Mashli, what do you mean? What does Yehudi do? Says the Gemara, top of the page. The low cut David Lashimi. Since David didn't kill Shimon Ben Gera, the Yal Li Mine Mordechai the Kam Be Haman. And Mordechai descended from there. And what did Mordechai do? Mordechai uh, provoked Haman. He, uh, he didn't bow down to him. He caused all the trouble to befall him, which is fascinating. And as, you, as we see, there are always people who are going to complain. Literally, always going to be the complainers. Uma Shila li Yemini. What did Yaman do? Because Shaul, who was from the, the first king of Hali, so came from Yemen, he spared Agag. Agag was from the tribe of Amalek. And when he spared Agag, in, in the interim, before he killed him, Agag uh, went ahead and he uh, had a baby, or oh, he, he conceived a baby, he, uh, whom Haman eventually came from there, and Haman went and oppressed the Jewish people. Okay. No, Mordechai came from Binyamin, the Maikarla Yehuda, and why do we call him Yehuda? Again, so now we, this is our third, uh, or fourth actually, the first was father and mother, one was Binyamin, mother was from, from Yehuda. Then we had no, because each one claimed credit, then each one ascribed blame. Now the fourth opinion is of Yochanan says, why is it called from Yehuda? Because he repudiated idolatry. And by doing so, anyone who repudiates idolatry is called a Yehudi. Uh, the Pasuk tells us in um, Daniel, we know from the Aramaic, they are Yehudas who do not serve the Vuchanetzar. Talking about Hanan, Mishal, and Azariah, when they refute to bad after the Vuchanetzar, so they called him Yehudim. Okay. Rav Shim Pazi Kiyavi Pasach Vedivri Hayam Amr Lahachi. When Rav Shim Ben Pazi would learn Divri Hayam, he'd open with the following: Called Recha Echad Heiv Andi Yodim Ladarshin. Said all of the uh, all of Divri Hayam Chronicles are really one, and it's really you, there are different ways to interpret it, but all the names are really one. What does this mean? He says as follows: The Pasach says in Divri Hayam, the Ishda Yehudia Yoldes Yered Avi Gedod Gedarves Chaver Avi Shachoves. You could see El Avi Zanuach, El Abibisya, Bas Parash, Yilakach Marat. The Pasuk says, And his wife Yedidya bore Yered, the father of Geder, and Hever, the father of Socho, and you could see El, the father of Zanuach, and these are the sons of Bistya, the daughter of Power, whom Merit took. Said Rav Shem Ben Pazi, Am I called Yehudi? So why do we call, call her Yehudiya when her name was Bistya? Al Shivshah Kafar Bodhazar, because she reputed of Bodhazar. 
Paspar goes down to uh, bathe in the river. What was she going to do there? She's going to have to cleanse herself from the idolatry of her father's house. The um, I believe the either the Gemara or Rashi and Sota says it was more than just going to cleanse herself, but actually she was going to misguire. She was going to convert at this period. Okay, so um, again, more than we say here, but that's that's that that's Baspara. Okay, so again, what we see here is we we call her um, we call her Yedidya, which we call Yedidya because she's repeating about Azar. Now, what we had opened up with um, was Shimon and Paz, they said that all these names in Chronicles and Zerah Yaman really are all referred to the same person. And who was that? Well, who's the daughter of Paro? So, Moshe. And as we know, Moshe had many names, including Yerod, Hever, and Yikosio, as, long as, as well as many more. Yolda, did she really bear Moshe? No, she wasn't the mother of Moshe. She just raised him. But Rebusa, she only raised him. So, we learn from here that anyone who raises an orphan boy or girl in their house, it's as if they raised him, which is actually fascinating because we say Ki'ilu. And there's always a question when we use the word Ki'ilu, it's as if. We mean literally, we just mean figuratively. And uh, there's actually an opinion brought down on Shin Shulchan Aruch that if someone doesn't have children, but they adopt a child, they fulfill their mitzvah daraisa, puravu, of having children, because based on this Gemara, it's as if they raised them. Like, literally, they raised them, they had a child. Okay. I think we gave a share on this last year when we talked about Kibbutz Avain. We did. Look it up on the podcast. Yared Zeb Moshe. Yared is Moshe. Why do you call him Yared? Because he caused Mun to Yared to come down to the Jewish people. Gedor is also Moses. Why call him Gedor? Comes to the word Gedor is a fence. Because he fenced in the breaches of Yisrael, meaning to say that he gave them a life that had fences, as in he gave them the Torah. Chever is also Moses. Because he was Mechaber. He connected the Jewish people to their father in heaven. Suchu. So again, the Pasuk had all these names. Suchu is also Moses. Because he was like a protective cover for Israel, that is when God wanted to wipe them out, he, uh, he said to God, don't do that. And he didn't let God, God do that. Yikusiel is also Moses. Because, he, uh, he, because Israel looked with hope towards God in his days, as in they were very hopeful. The Noah also, the last name that Pasik, the Noah, because he cast off, this is Noah to cast off the sins of the Jewish people by, by begging God to forgive the Jewish people. Avi, Avi, Avi. The Pasuk says the father of Gedder, the father of Sochel, the father of Noach, Avi Bosro, a father in Torah, Avi Bechach, my father in wisdom, Avi Bechach, a father in prophecy. So again, here we see as well, the Pasuk used the word three times, a father, 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 so it said Shem and Pazi, meaning he was the father uh, as a leader in Torah, as a leader in wisdom, and a leader in prophecy. And the verses go on and say, these are the sons of Bishya, Again, the daughter of Paro, whom Mered married. So this is the part I'm a little confused about. Um, but the process is telling us here that Kalev of, uh, of Meraglim fame married Basya. So why are we calling him Mered when his name was Kalev? Now, the reason I'm confused is because I do believe that uh, Gemara and Sota says that Kalev married Miriam. Um, by the way, the Gemara there also does something very interesting where it, it conserves the personalities where it lists three names. It says, actually, these are all Miriam, but just because of various circumstances, her name was changed. Okay, but at this point, this is the Gemara here, I didn't have time to look it up, and I really should have before I gave the share. Um, but Kalev apparently married Miriam. But why are we calling him Mered? Because he rebelled against the plans of the spies. That's when all the spies conspired to come back and talk Lashon Har about Israel, he rebelled against it. She married power because she rebelled against the idolatry of her father's house, which again, either she became a non-idolater, a monotheist, 
or she actually converted, which is what, um, again, in Sodek, Gemara, or Rashi says there. Asher hagla Yerushalayim. Who had been exiled from Yerushalayim. Amr Rav Interestingly, it wasn't that he was exiled when everyone went out, but he exiled himself. With, with his own will, he chose to go out into exile prior to the Jewish people being sent out so that he could set up and get ready for the Jewish people when they arrived in Ravel. And he raided Tadasa. Sometimes she's called Tadasa, which is my sister, and sometimes she's called Esther. Tanya, let's talk to Bryce. Mayor Omer, Esther Shema. Her name was actually Esther. Her parents said, Vikar Shema Yisrael, Esther. So why do they call her Hadasa? Because righteous people are called myrtles. It says, and he was standing among the myrtle bushes in Zechariah. Again, so myrtles have a, uh, and we know this also from the, um, from the, uh, talk about this in the, uh, we, com- we compare all these four species. Okay. Rehuda said, no, her name was Hadasa, in fact. Because she concealed the, her origin. She didn't reveal her origin. She never, and Esther, the guy that they met, Esther, did not told, told, Esther told nothing about her people, fine, based on Mordechai's command. Her name was Hadassah. Because the nations of the world used to call her Esther because uh, uh, she was beautiful at the moon, and the moon concealed itself and revealed itself, and she was beautiful at the moon. I guess the moon is beautiful. The Esther, her features, she was not tall nor short. She was of average height, like a myrtle. And apparently that's considered uh, beautiful. So that's what they called her Esther. Meshuvah Karacha Omer. Esther, Yerokes, Hausev, Chutz, Moshe, Halea. Esther was greenish, as in she had some sort of greenish complexion, like a myrtle. But God endowed her with grace. Chutz, said they made her appear beautiful. Again, all these things, it's important to note here. Like, I have no idea what these things really mean. But when you start looking, you know, in the Maharal, Ben Yoyada, there are these a fascinating philosophical and hashkafic ideas that come out of here, which just really kind of say that you can't take any of these gemaras at face value. You don't really know what they mean. If you take time, you, again, you read the morale, you start seeing things you never would have seen here that are much broader ideas, not talking really about the beauty of Esther being compared to a moon, whatever that means. Okay. She had neither father or mother. So why do so we say why is it necessary to say and her mother and father had died when we say she had no father or mother clearly she had to have a father or mother so if they die it's, it just seems redundant. Amr of Achia Ibrasa Mesavia when her mother uh, first conceived her father died Yolasa Mesima and her mother died during childbirth very tragic. And when her father and mother died, Mordechai took her as a daughter. Don't read it as daughter, as bas, as a home, as in Mordechai married her. Okay. We have elsewhere, we explain that bias, bas can really be mean as bias, that daughter can really be read as house, as in a marriage. This is in the story when... Um, when David and Melech messes up and sins with Bathsheba, so Nasan Nabi comes to him and he uh, basically gives him this whole analogy about a poor man had nothing except for a little you, which he bought. And he raised his you, a you, by the way, is a female sheep, for those of you keeping score here. She raised his female sheep who grew up together. Once on the topic, a sheep is, a, is, a, is gender neutral, very progressive. A you is a female sheep and a ram is a male sheep. So had this you and he raised her and he grew up together with him and with his children. Uh, if you're going to Wikipedia now to Google, see if I'm correct. Uh, okay, first finish the daf. 
And it says he, she would eat with his, his bread, and she would drink from his cup, and she would lie on his stomach. And she was like a daughter to him. Is that the way? Is that what daughters do? They lie on uh, someone on, some, on someone's uh, stomach. That's, that doesn't make any sense. El kabas must be el must be like a home, as in she was his wife, and that's what she was doing. So So to here we use the word bas really mean bias that Mordechai married Esther. Fine. By the way, that also shows um, just something pointed out here. Uh, time um, that um, when once Esther went back to Achishverosh willingly, she becomes forbidden to go back to Mordechai because Mordechai was her husband, and she was considered as if she uh, was Mizana. She had adult adultery, although she did l'shem shemaim with Achishverosh, which just compounds the sacrifice she took. All right, that's uh, that's that's beyond beyond. Now we can give a top a, a sheer on about Esther and how she was allowed to do this and. And other other cases that can be learned from this, etc. Not for now. Veshiva and Aros, and she had seven maidens who uh, provided for her. Esther had these seven maidens, and this way she could keep track of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And Shabbos came along when, when a certain maiden would come in, she would know, okay, this attendant means it's Shabbos. The Yashna is Narasa, and he changed her and her maids, etc. And Chagai took care of her and did something special for her. What did he do for Amr of Sha'afa so Rabbi says that he, what did he do special for Esther? He gave her kosher food. Now the question obviously is, if he gave, why would he give her kosher food? He didn't know where she was from. So the answer must be that um, Mr. Ben Yoyad says is he knew she was from Mordechai's house. So even if he didn't know where she was from, he assumed she was accustomed to eating kosher. So he only gave her kosher food, even though he didn't know her, back, her, her background. Ushmul Amr Shachilak Kedule It's actually the opposite. He fed her delicious fatty bacon um, because that was that was a delicacy. Rabbi Yochan, Omar, Yochan said he fed her zarunim, he fed her seeds. Similar it says by Hanan Shalom Zariah that they took away their food and gave them seeds. Okay. That was really bad landing there. Six months of the oil of myrrh. Masha what's oil of myrrh? It's bosom. Bosom. Bosom wood. Very exciting. Excited to next time I go to the mall and ask for this. It was oil of myrrh that came from olives that had not attained a third of their normal growth. Even more exciting. Tanya, we learned in the Bryce of Huda Omer on Pankinon Shemen, Zayashlovishlish. On Pankinon, this uh, some sort of oil which is actually we learn in Menachos cannot be used as part of the oil. Whenever you bring a mincha, a mincha, the flower off, and you bring oil, you can't use on Pankinon. Because it has not attained one third of its normal growth. So why did people smear themselves with this oil? Because it removes hair and it causes the skin to glow. In the, in the morning she would come, and the next morning she would return. This is talking about again when she was in the, in the custody of Shashgaz. So, Amrav Yochanim. This is actually talking about meaning where would she go? She'd go to the king and then she'd be summoned back to the king in morning and evening. And this would just show the disgraceful behavior of Akashverosh that he all he wants to do is have relations with as many women as possible and send them away. Meaning it's very much like come go, come go, and I want you. And also, Lomdu Shivcha. We also learned something positive about it, that he would not have relations during the day, and according to Halacha, it's better not to. Again, that's ask your local Orthodox rabbi. Okay. Esther knows Esther found favor in the eyes of all who saw her. She appeared to everyone as a member of their nation. And Esther taken to palace in the tenth month, which is the month of Teves. 
says, why is that significant? So in the, in the, in the cold months, so it's, uh, it, people want to be together and it's more pleasurable because it heats a person up and therefore, this is again, was part of making Akashur desire Esther more. And the king loved Esther. Achshirah loved her more than all the women. She won more of his grace and favor than all the other besulos, the other virgins. Amr Rav says, Rav, when he desired to experience a besula, he experienced it. When he decided, when he wanted to experience a a beula, a non besula, he experienced it. So Achshirah is all excited. Now he found he found Esther. And he makes a great party. So why did he do this? He made a feast, hoping that she would reveal her origins to, the, to, to her, and then now she, she tell him where he's from. And And as well, he also got rid of, um, he, got, he, he remitted the head tax in her name, and yet she still would not, re- she refused to reveal her origins. So then he sent her gifts, um, and yet she still did not reveal her name, her, her, her origins. Look at the news. And when the maidens were gathered together for the second time, this is again a little later. So when, what's going on here? Why, why would Achishverosh gather all the maidens together after he already chose Esther? Azil Shikel Eitzim Mordechai. So Achishverosh goes to Mordechai and says to Mordechai, "I need Mordechai. You're a wise person. How can I? How can I get Esther to reveal my name? At this point, I've already gathered all the maidens. I've consorted with all of them. I've chosen Esther. Uh, help me out here." Summer ain't so a woman is not made jealous except through intimacy with another woman, meaning to say that if you make Esther jealous because she sees that you're going to be sleeping with another woman, then she'll reveal, her, she'll reveal herself to you. Still, Achishverosh does this, and Esther does not reveal her origin to him. Because it says Esther did not reveal, um, did not tell him where, where she was from. Okay, we'll stop here. We'll pick up tomorrow over here. I wish you all a wonderful day.